Welcome back to another episode of Fika Brunch and Business. What's new about this week? Oh, straight in. <laughs> um, ah, <laughs> very subtle. So here we get. Here we have a uh, lovely bottle, mini bottle of uh, Moe, and that is from our lovely one and only Sophie Knox. Um, Sophie Knox, shout out to you. Sophie Knox, shout out. I you. feel like we shout out Sophie a lot. I think she we, deserves it though. Yeah. Uh, main gal Sophie, who is our manager, as everyone knows, most people probably know, um, bought us two of these for, it was our birthday yesterday, not mine and Evo's joint birthday, but yeah. it was Fika Stanford's first birthday yesterday, which is Happy crazy. birthday, Fika Stanford. Happy birthday, Fika Stanford. So um, she bought us some lovely celebratory Champagne? Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm just looking around. So um yeah, so we're Sorry, we thought this was a great opportunity to crack open the champagne. Yeah, which we're gonna do now. Go on. <laughs> so no while you're doing that, I'm not just gonna sit here and stare at you because I feel like that's a bit awkward. Mm. But um what's new? What's been going on this week other than Fika Stanford's first birthday? Yeah, that Fika Stanford's first birthday. Um, did we do any anything special? Fika? We did some cin- mini cinnamon buns. Mini cinnamon buns. Which went down Min- really well. Minimum buns. Minimum buns. <laughs> yeah. um, I felt like they went down really well, but I also feel like that's because they were free. Yeah. Not that. Not to say that they weren't good. Like, they were yeah. really good. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> as, as always, Evo pours himself Anything very, else? Very quick. I get a ration of champagne. <laughs> oh my god! It's because you, it's because you're not drinking, are you? No. Am I not? <laughs> Don't know. That's what you said to me. Oh, I do take you, it back. Yes, please. Um. Yeah. So minimum buns went down a treat. What else has been going on? Um. The door from Woolfox reception into Fika Woolfox went in today. Yeah. And that's a big moment because that's now... Huge. That's basically Fika finish. It's a, it's a sealed space. It is a... <laughs> it's a really odd way to say <laughs> it. Um, but it's basically finished now, our bit. Yeah. Fika. It, I mean, it's not. They're still finished. But now the finishing touches can happen. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, they were waiting on the door. It's all a massive poem. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to doors and birthdays. And everything more. And poems. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was a big moment. So I've seen pictures of that. I've not seen it in person yet. Mm. Um, And you've seen pictures of it, not seen it in person. But we will be there as soon as we can to see it. Very exciting. Yeah. What else? What else has been going on this week? Um... I don't know. I feel like a lot of a lot of our life revolves around the opening of Woolfox now. Yeah. Preparations for that. Yeah. Again, we've had a lot of staff coming yeah. forward. We've yeah, we talked about had, this a bit in the last podcast, didn't yeah. we? That's just kind of continued. But so. now you'll actually see some new faces. Yeah. New faces in the cafe. Some new great faces. Yeah. Yeah, we love to see it. So now I think it's a positive step because it feels like we can step away from the day-to-day operation particularly here in Stamford because we've yeah. been a little bit short-staffed but now we can it was getting a little bit sketchy at one point where we were having to do almost yeah. full-time and God think forbid. about Wolf Fox yeah um and I think because of that we've not given 
as much thought to Wolf Fox as we should really about the opening. So now yeah. it feels like from the start of next week, we can really crack We're on sorted. with that, finish it off. Yeah. Get everything in, get all the equipment in. Get and moving. Get moving. Yeah. Are what we else? going to say about the evenings? Whoa. Well, when, by when, the time that this comes out, we will have announced it that's on true. Instagram. So that's true. let's. <laughs> we spoke Any about this moment. in a previous pot in a podcast. Oh yes, we did. We did a little teaser, didn't Probably we? Probably months ago, yeah. yeah. Um, that we were planning to do some evening stuff. Yeah. And it didn't come to fruition just because we it was why didn't it come to fruition? I think we were assessing how to do it and yeah. when was the best time to do it. We didn't really and then have we a went chef back and forth to do a little it. bit. Yeah. Um, it just felt a little bit scrappy. We didn't have it. We was uh, this was the point that we were a little bit short staffed, so we were kind of yeah. like, mm, "How are we gonna mm-hmm. do this and work in the cafe and get Wolf Fox up and running and do the kitchen and yeah. you know it was all quite scrappy." Yeah, and then it feels like everything aligned a little bit. It did. We have found. I think we decided to go ahead with it. Yeah. And, and this is what decided, you said. Yeah. In fairness, I hold my hands up here and I'm happy to say I was wrong. Yeah. Because you said we should just decide to do it, put it in the diary, commit to it, and then things will fall into place. And I was like, no, 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 because we need to, which I think was also a fair point. I think it, it was. was also like, because we didn't want to get to the date and be like, oh, shit, we have no one to work with. Yeah. And we can't do it properly. Um, but yeah, so we decided to do it, committed to it, committed to a date which has now changed anyways. <laughs> but we've now um, got some more staff. We've got a very promising chef who um, is going to do those for us. So it's all kind of aligned it's, and it all seems to be the working The pieces of now. the puzzle seem to have fallen into fallen, place. They have. Yeah. So we're so, planning that. Should we say the date? Let's not say the date let's just not yet. Say the date. But it will be in Soon. within the next month. Yes. We'll and say. it's going to be great cocktails made by... Yours truly. Um, That being Evo, for anyone who's listening and not watching. (laughs) Um, Great food, small plates kind of thing. But we're not going to do, like, everyone does cocktails and small plates. It's a little bit boring, let's be honest. It's been done many times before. We'll do some different stuff. Yeah, we'll try and do it. It will be, would you say it would be mainly, the main focus will be on the cocktails? Yeah, and the small, I'd say the the bites will be, you know, when you have a drink. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm a bit peckish now. And you want to eat something. Yeah. But you don't really necessarily want a meal. You just want something almost to snack on while you have your drink. Yeah. It will be that kind of thing. So it'll be almost like a, like snacky food, but cool snacky food, like bow bunny kind of stuff. Yeah, and, nice. Um, I mean, I'm not going to give everything away no. here, but you know, that kind of stuff. So it'll be good. I think it will be just enough for someone. Even if someone wanted to come out for dinner and they couldn't find a place somewhere, I think you, you would probably be able to put something together yeah. just about to have a dinner. Yeah. But it won't be like you come in, it's you a get a main you meal. Down, you get a main meal. And it will be, I feel like we're also going into the idea, into it with the idea of people sharing stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll only have, we'll have a very limited selection of food um on the menu it will be only like four or five things yeah um but say if a table of four come in they can have a couple of each and that will probably be enough for a yeah you know for a light meal yeah to 
I think so. so Line the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. And it'll be just vibey and fun. We'll play some great music, mm-hmm. have a great time. We've nailed a frozen margarita now. We have, by our, accident. By accident, after our staff party. You, again, yeah. this is like the Aperol Spritz all over again. You mm-hmm. have no faith in me. And I pulled That's through. That's not entirely true. I put this I up expressed, in the blender and I you were like, some that's doubt. not going to work. <laughs> I expressed some Seconds concerns. Seconds later, we had a great frozen margarita in front of us. True or false? True, but now we don't have any blenders. In it we, we broke <laughs> yeah, maybe all. it was the margaritas that sent them over the edge. I think it was. <laughs> no, I think actually it worked out to be a great margarita. So that's definitely going to be Because a we were like, oh, we'll do some cocktails. We'll do some cocktails. And we had loads of alcohol left from previous parties. Because we don't, we just don't drink that much. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was like, "Oh, what can I do? I don't have my cocktail shaker." And you're like, "Why don't we just chuck a load of things in a blender and make a frozen margarita?" And I was like, "Oh, it's not really." And then we made it, and then it was, it was actually really good, and everyone really enjoyed it. Yeah. So Boom. that will be being added to the menu. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's everything for updates, really. Yeah, I think any so. like personal updates? Not personal, you know. <laughs> but any? How's your I don't know. How are you feeling after your half marathon? <laughs> <laughs> I did a half marathon. Have anyone. you signed up for the next one yet? No, <clears throat> I think my my shins were really hurt, hurting after that, but not in a yeah. shin splints kind of way. In a, a very, there was a very particular pain, pinpointed, kind of like middle of my shin. Don't know if I had to go into that much detail, but <laughs> I still, any doctors um... out there, please go ahead and do it. <laughs> if you're a qualified doctor, please get about in three touch. centimeters below the knee. <laughs> um, so I haven't been doing much running or anything because of that. I have been sticking to my gym, nice. doing some some personal training yeah, sessions, yeah, keeping going with those. Uh, that's going really well, I would say. Nice. Yeah, Still very... building on that strength. I am. Good. Trying to. Yeah, Trying good. To. We love very to hear happy. it. Very yeah. happy with that. You've started a little fitness journey of your own. I have, yet yeah. the, the latest one. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I've actually... I was saying to you, I've not been to the gym in ages because I've had like a couple of short workouts and short stints, but I've really not felt like doing it. Like no part of me has felt motivated or has wanted to go and exercise yeah so i've just been like i know this is terrible for your health but i've literally all i've been doing is walking and a, a bit of yoga walking's not terrible for you. no 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 but as in like not doing any other exercise yeah, but i do also do i have been doing like the occasional bit of yoga a couple of times a week and so and also i think we're quite lucky with our job yeah that we that do get to but you don't sit i think i would feel very differently if i sat at a desk all day and didn't do any kind of movement. I'd probably feel mm. a lot more. But anyways, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, do you know what? I'm, I would really like to get back into it. Like I actually feel like I want to. And I'm really glad that I waited until I felt like that mm-hmm. because I don't feel like I'm forcing myself to do it. No. I really enjoyed doing it. And I'm doing like a real mix of stuff. So I'm doing like a bit of yoga a bit of like other stuff and yeah I'm just really enjoying it I I look forward to doing it I've also been exercising in the morning which I used to hate and I love it mainly because 
I think I have the ability to talk myself out of anything. <laughs> and if I do it when I'm still half asleep, when my alarm goes off at like a stupid time, yeah, and I force myself. And also because I'm like having to drive to the gym I'm going to at the moment. By the time I get there, there's actually no point of me not doing it. Yeah. So I just get in, do it. And then I'm like, oh, now I've like done it. And this evening I can, you know, when I've done my work, I can just chill out. Mm-hmm. It's quite nice. I don't need to go home, psych myself up for an hour, spend an hour getting dressed into gym clothes <laughs> and then decide not to go. <laughs> yeah. So I've, yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like putting any pressure on it. I'm just yeah. going to keep See going while I enjoy it. Yeah, nice. stop when I don't. Love yeah. It. We love to hear it. So let's get into today's topic, which as previously stated, has been chosen by you. It has been chosen by me. And it is my favorite topic <laughs> in the whole wide world. Anyone, how often How often do I talk about this? That, I would say at least daily. Every opportunity. Every opportunity. Anyone who doesn't like opinionated people, <laughs> I'd say this is your cue to switch well, off. <laughs> No, because do you know what? I'm opinionated, but I'm also very open to conversation. I agree. And I can see both sides of an yeah. argument. And I also think, I don't think you're unreasonable no. in your opinions. Like, no. I don't think your opinions are anything offensive or outrageous or anything like that. You just, you believe what you believe in. And this all based on my experiences yeah, and the reality. Yeah, true. And I've like, had. you can actually speak from your point of view and from... Things that you've experienced. People are thinking now, what is this topic? (laughs) Anyways, so big reveal. Big reveal. We're going to talk today about education. That's it. And that's it. (laughs) That's it. Education, the education industry. System. System. What are we talking? Are we talking just the UK education system, the worldwide education system? Because I don't think we can compare... The education system in the UK to the education system in Kenya, for example. Maybe let's stick to what we know. Yep. And go for the UK education system. We do also have experience in the in the Kenyan education system. Yeah. Yeah, Well, no, it's probably good to touch on because for anyone who doesn't know, we grew up in Africa. We've lived in. You've lived in South Africa, Namibia, Kenya, Bulgaria, and the UK. Anywhere else? Any? Any more? Any more? I think that. I think that is it. Stop that. Um. And <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast. As I'm well. a lot. When I was in Kenya, I used to speak with a Kenyan accent. So I'm just, I just want the cus- the, the customers. I don't the know where the boundary is the there. With to to see what it was. No, I th- I think <laughs> no. I don't think you could do that. Rowan disagrees. Rowan's like no, no. Um, Move on. And then I've lived in all the same places bar South Africa. Mm. So we've had experience in a few different countries. A few, like all quite different countries as yeah, well. Not, that, yeah. I mean, I can't remember my Namibian <laughs> education, education days. days. I don't have a lot to say on that. No. And also, in even in Kenya, we went to British schools. Were they British no. schools? No. No. I went to a British school, but that was after you'd moved yeah. to England. So, and it was yeah, very true. different to the other school we went to. So, yeah, true, but let's true. let's talk mainly on the UK education system and what our experiences. Okay. Are, are and I, I want to come at education from like from like. Also, I want to talk about alternative, not just the education system. Yeah. Alternatives, um, things like online. Yep. 
online courses. You know, you, you're going to be doing your online law degree <laughs> soon. Yeah, coming right up. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, go from there. Okay, start us off then. What are your thoughts? Well, I think let, let's let's start by talking about our own experiences. Okay. So we, we, even though we both ended up in the same place, I think we both took very different paths to get there. Yeah. I was very much, when I left school at 18, I was very much the academic. I was very much, let's go to uni. There was no real consideration of any, no. other, any other option for me. Uh, I was good at maths and physics, and mainly those kind of, what would you call them, like? Subjects. <laughs> subject, yeah, yeah, subjects, but like. Core subjects. Um, subject, but those... I mean like, subjects where there's like a right and a wrong answer, like scientific. Yeah, let's, let's call them scientific. Oh, that's going to annoy me. Scientific, yeah. Non-subjective. Measurable. Non-measurable, <laughs> Non-subjective yeah, yeah, subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Like very, um, yeah, not wishy-washy subjects, not like me. <laughs> yeah. So I was very much into those, quite good at those. And I don't think I ever questioned in my mind uh, whether I would be going to, to uni or not. I think there was always only going to be one path for me. Yeah. Uh, I think that was also, um, I mean, I, I don't know whether this is premature to go into this, but I do think that was influenced by the school. Yeah. And I also think that when I was at that stage of like choosing whether to go to uni or not, things had changed in those three years between us. Mm. I think things were starting to get more, because I think when when you, if you think about 10 years before you, going to uni would have been the only option. And then when you were making that decision, it was probably like, oh, you should probably go to uni. But like, there is another option if you want it. If you really if want you to. Really if you really want to. can't get into uni. And then I think when I was doing it, it was like, you could go to uni or you could go and do other stuff. Like, it's mm. still better if you go to uni, mm-hmm. but you could. Um, and this is like, I'm like doing quotation marks, not yeah. this is us saying this. So I think it was influenced by that. And I also think the way you were viewed by your teachers and our parents was that it was always like- The prime university prospect. Yeah. And you were always, it was always drilled into you that you were really good at maths and really good at physics and you were doing further maths. And of course you have to do further maths. Mm -hmm. Like it would be a shame for you not to do. So I think it was very, like it was instilled in you from day one of A-levels that you were going to uni. Yeah. It was, yeah. it very, very much was. Yeah. And so, and so I went and I picked engineering because I wanted to do something more practical that wasn't just maths and physics. I wanted to do something that was applied. Yeah. And everyone said, if you're good at maths and physics and you want to do something that's applied, you can be an engineer. And also what people said, which probably appealed to me even more than the previous point was people said, if you're an engineer, you can then pretty much go into anything. And I didn't 100% know that I did want to be an engineer. So it appealed to me to like have my options yeah. open a little bit. That makes sense. I think where I, I don't, I don't want to go into too much detail, but reflecting on the experience, I think it was a massive waste of time. <laughs> I'm now 70 Put grand simply. in debt. 
Um, and I can't say I regret it because I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I would ever have known any better in that, in no. that position. But knowing, knowing what I do now, I do wish I had done different things, but in one way or another, like it has, it has also led me to where yeah. I am today, even though, you know, despite, despite the fact that I wouldn't choose it again. Yeah. So that's my experience. Okay. Tell us about your experience of how you got to here today. Well, I think probably the best place to start for us specifically, and this is not the same for everyone, but I think as an overview and just a talking point is that we both went down very different routes Mm -hmm. and we ended up in the same place. Yeah. And that won't be the case for everyone. No. But it does just go to show that there's not, just one way of getting from point A to point B. And there's not just one way of, of getting a job or owning your own business or whatever. Yeah. Um. So my experience was, I was, again, I think there was, um. it was maybe not so set in stone as it was for you, but it was, mm. you know, I was going to uni yeah. and um, I really wanted to go to uni and I was actually gonna go to uni in London and then I remember, I do remember then regretting choosing that as my first choice. I was kind of okay. like, oh, do I want to be in London? Don't know. Don't think so. Um, Where would you have wanted to be? Uh, probably somewhere up north. Like I loved Leeds as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably somewhere up north. I Even now, I love up north. Yeah, um, you do. I do love London as well, but I just think up north is a different. And I think as a student, because we all know how expensive London is. I just don't see how you can get as much enjoyment out of London mm. being a student, not earning any money or earning very little and just, you know, being in education full time. Anyways, so um, I then took, I think I always knew I was going to take a year out, work a little bit, do a bit of traveling. Always knew I wanted to travel. Um, but I didn't defer until I had my place accepted mm-hmm. until like, you know, results came out or whatever, because that was just the advice I was given. Um, and then I deferred for a year. And I think I want to say that when I deferred, I had a sixth sense that it was never going to happen anyway. So like, I'm just going to defer and wor- worry about it later. Yeah. And then I found a job. At Fika. <laughs> Working <laughs> 20 hours a week. Fika. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. Um, Fika was very different back then. To very what it different. Is now. Yeah. I found a job at Fika working 20 hours a week, which, as we all know, went very quickly to 40 hours a week, blah, blah, blah. I think we've talked Always about happens. this on the podcast before. Yeah. And then I went traveling. And then I think, I think when I was working and I was in full time work, and I kind of felt like I was. I don't want to make it sound dramatic, but it felt like I was very in control of my life. I was very in control mm. of my money. I was very in control of my time. Um, and I was it, the thought of then going back to school, essentially. I know it's yeah. not. I know university's not. But the thought of going back into some off. kind of routine and structure, I was kind of like, oh, do I want to do that? Do you know what it is with you? Well, I've noticed. <laughs> Am I about to get? No, no, no. Do you know what your problem is? Do you know what your problem is? And this is why you didn't go to uni. This is why you're a failure today. (laughs) Do you know what it is with you? That's so funny. (laughs) 
you very much have your own mind and I don't think you like to be in a position even from an early age I think this was true with you I don't think you like to be in a position where someone else is making decisions for you yes I don't think you want to be told when to go to a lesson what yes. to study what tests you have to do like what your attendance needs yeah. to be all of that kind of so stuff true. what the deadline is so true I think I've never really thought of that no but so true in every aspect even now yeah if I'm working with someone or doing something with someone and they're like telling me how to do it or like trying to give me advice immediately yeah. I'm like no not, like my heckles go up immediately when someone goes yeah. gives me advice I'm like even if it's coming from a good place I'm like <laughs> I do not want talking. to listen to you <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so true never give to your advice No, I think no, I've I'm become joking, more open to it. I think sometimes yeah. it's just the, the the tone of voice yeah. that immediately makes But me go, you know, I'm not. When it comes to university, I think you were completely right. Yeah. Because I think you knew what you wanted and you were willing to put in the work that you yeah. needed to do to live that reality. Yeah. And you just weren't interested in going into an environment where someone else was dictating yeah. what you do. And I, I had this moment where I just kind of looked ahead and I thought, okay, I'm going to go from this. And at that point, I was also manager of FICA. So like, and I was quite young. How old would I have been then? You were only like 20, 21. Probably not How even 21. Know? I don't know. <laughs> 23, <laughs> 24? 24, 24. I'm 24. 24. So we took over FICA when you were 22. I must have so been about have been 19. 20. Yeah, 19. 19. So I was quite young still. Yeah. Um, And I kind of thought, do I want to go from being in this position where you're I the boss can, where I'm, I'm I'm a big boss no I wasn't the big boss but where I like have some level of responsibility mm-hmm. and uh, not autonomy but more autonomy in my own life yeah to then being told when to go and do something and what lectures to go to and also I was working in a business and I was going to go to uni and do business management yeah whereas you were the manager I was of managing a business, a business. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of like it all just became a bit like I don't really know if I need to do this. And mm-hmm. then I started thinking about the um, the time element of it and the cost element of it. The cost element, less so, because it's obviously not 70 grand you need to fork out then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the time element was like, what if I go and I do this and in a year's time, I decide I don't want to do this anymore. I've wasted a year. Or in four years time, I'm like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. I've wasted four years. And obviously that's like, you never know these things until you do them. Mm-hmm. But I think I had an opportunity then that made a lot more sense for me. Yeah. And I chose to go down that route and it was not taken well by many people. No. Many people thought I was making the wrong decision. Apart from me. <laughs> Apart from you. I do remember talking to you about it and you the- were like, absolutely. You were like, yes. Do yeah. it, and there's. Do you no think? Here's a question for you. Do you think because I was going through that point where I was questioning the decision, like my own mm. decision to go to university, and the benefits of the whole system? Do you think me talking about that had any influence on your decision, or on on at least on your thinking? I think. Or would you think you were decided? I think I was decided, but I do think, I feel like I have always looked up to your, I feel like 
in a way, you have always been a bit of a mentor for me. Not a mentor, but like, because you're older. A mentor. (laughs) (laughs) But no, because you're older, you've always been like my older brother. um, And because then you were like the smart one at school and whatever. Mm. um, And you always made quite wise decisions. You remember our grandma used to say, oh, you're so wise. And then I used to be like, what about me? And she was like, no, no but Evo's so wise. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I always looked up to you anyways. And I think I decided anyways. And then I spoke to you and you gave me your viewpoint. And that really solidified it. And I think mm-hmm. even if you had said, no, I really think you should go to uni, I still probably would have not. Mm-hmm. But I would have thought about it more and maybe felt a bit like, oh, am I making the right decision? Mm-hmm. Whereas I think... I think then when I spoke to you after that conversation, I was like, I'm definitely making the right decision. I know I am. I'm going to stick to my guns. Um, yeah. And then it all worked out. Here we are. It did all work out. A few years on. It's all worked out. I, I don't have any regrets either. I, I will Do you think say, there's anything? Yeah, go on. I was just going to say, the only thing, and this is a more recent thing, and I think this is only a more recent thing because we worked so hard for so long and then we took a step back and took a bit of a break. And I was like, oh, what do I do with my free time? The only thing I think I missed out on a little bit is the social element of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think like I lost some friendships along the way of doing FICA because of my limited availability. Um, and I do think I would have enjoyed having that social life at uni, but then again, maybe not as much as you do have it at uni, you yeah. know, not to that full extent. Yeah. So it's kind of like, um, um, and I, I think now I found a really good mid ground for that. Yeah. Like I have a social life, but I also work. Mm-hmm. And I think I've like found other ways to do that. So that would be my only singular thing. That you missed that I'm out. Like, yeah. And, and I don't even know if I did miss out. You know, like that's an unknown. That's just one thing I look at. And I think like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's easy also when all your friends are at uni and for you to look at Instagram and think like, Oh, they're having such a good time. I've got such bad FOMO. And it's actually not that deep. And a lot of them aren't having that good a time either. From my personal experience, and I wouldn't say I had, I had the, the craziest social life ever at uni. Yeah. I wouldn't say when I think back on my experience there, I don't think back and think, uh, you know what? Didn't really care that much about my course, but the social life was amazing. Yeah. I don't really think, I don't really think that about it. Yeah. I, I think I could have easily let that go or done something else and had an even better social life. That's good to know. Life. And I do, I, I I, think a year ago, I probably would have been in a more like, um, yeah, I do think I would have liked to have that. Whereas I think now, even when I look back on it, I think I would have enjoyed it for a couple of weeks and then mm-hmm. I probably would have got bored of it. Slash, I've got a social life now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got, I get those aspects in different ways. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my that's my quick take on it. Yeah. Okay, so how do you think? I get I from your tone. Shondon. Yeah, I get from your tone of voice that you disapprove of the education system. Slash, do you think that the education system is flawed in some ways? Yeah. How, I, like, why, how, how would you fix it? All of the above. So, to make it Thank clear, you. I don't disapprove 
okay. of the education system. Okay. I disapprove of it as a product for the majority of people. Yeah. The way I think about it is I think there's there's a small subset of people which would benefit from going to university. But I don't think that applies to nearly as many people as are currently on, on the bandwagon to yeah. get to university. And this is also coming from someone who was in that subset of people that was like prime, you know, prime target for, for universities. Yeah. The reason I say that is I think in my, when I did my course, there there's people that I can remember looking at and thinking you are 100% in the right place mm. that I cannot picture this person in any other scenario, yeah. especially when it comes to engineering. I went to Bath. There's some great stuff you yeah. can get involved at, uh, in if you're an aspiring engineer, for example, like the student um, formula, formula racing team, you get to like basically build your own formula. Cool. Form- I, I think, Formula, it's called Formula Student. It's obviously not Formula One. Take <laughs> <laughs> on Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Team Bath, a bunch of 18-year-olds. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, if, if you're an aspiring engineer to like build a, a Formula, whatever, racing car mm. is super exciting, Yeah, I think. And a very cool experience, I imagine. Yeah. However, I, I never got involved in that. I was, I think at the end of my time at university, I started to feel like a bit of a fake, even though I was, I was doing, I was doing well in my exams and I ended up getting out with a first. Mm. Shameless plug. <laughs> weird, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> just to let you know, I did get a first. I graduated. You know? I don't just hate first. uni because I failed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think it's good it's good context to know like yeah. I'm over here having succeeded at uni yeah. but still saying you know I don't think it was worth yeah. it um, I, yeah I started to feel like a bit of a fake towards the end of it because I could see all these people around me that were hardcore engineers yeah. and lived and breathed in engineering um, really getting into their thing and I, I did better at them at exams but they're way better engineers than me like when it comes to real world applications I just knew how to pass the exam but I couldn't tell I couldn't tell you anything and there probably comes the first and biggest flaw Mm. with the education system is that you you just have to learn towards passing exams you just have to learn how to pass the part you just have to learn how to pass the exams yeah. It doesn't really matter whether you've retained the information, whether you know it, whether you've learned it. Mm-hmm. I can't remember anything I did at A-level no. or maths at GCSE. Honestly, if you put an equation in front of me right now, I'd be like, I have no idea how to do that. Yeah. Not a clue. No. And But I got a great result. Yeah. Because I learned how to pass exams. And then as soon as they were over, I was like, oh, I can forget about that now. I never need to think the, about the, that again. Always the funny thing for me in exams. And this started off at school is people would talk about like 
how much they're revising. I think it's almost a bit of a competitive thing of like, I Absolutely. revised nine hours last night. I pulled an all-nighter pulled revising an all for my exam in three weeks. And then Why? they get like 23% in the exam. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you revised all night. And I think the thing that I did differently to most people, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that I was like necessarily better at certain subjects. And I know for sure for some subjects, there were people that knew more than me. But I only ever focused on the exam. Yeah. I didn't really care about the information that mm. was that was being portrayed to me. I was only like, what do I need to know for the exam? What's the most efficient way for me to learn what I need to know for the yeah. exam? Let's learn that. And yeah. let's do the, so when people were like making some lovely multicolored notes, <laughs> all I was doing was past papers. And then yeah. you figure out after you've done 20 past papers that they're all the same and yeah. they all, all the same questions ever come up. So I remember that. I used to do so many past papers. Well, here you. No, you. Me. Yeah. I you just, used to just have like stacks of maths yeah, past papers yeah. in your room. I only, I didn't, when it came to that, people would spend like three weeks before that reading their notes. I think I just, did. You literally just, just did past papers past and you'd paper, get like 11 out of 50 on the first one and then yeah. you'd get like 20 out of 50 and then and you'd I'd get 25 the and then... Yeah, and then eventually like the, the thing that would come up in the exam was everything I had seen before. Mm. So I knew exactly how to do it. And that's such a big flaw. That's such a big flaw. That yeah. is the most fundamental flaw, I think, in the education system because it's not teaching you about the subject or... It's not giving you the real knowledge or understanding of a subject. Mm. It's giving you, it's almost teaching you a more real world thing of how to do something in the most efficient manner. <laughs> but yeah. I'd rather they just did a life course. <laughs> of how to do something in the most efficient manner. Yeah. How to pay your taxes. How not to get scammed. <laughs> like all of that. But yeah. instead, you're just having to do 50 past papers a day to yeah. figure it out. Yeah, which has is, is got some sort of physics thing in and there. And then you've Who not retained right? any of the information no. at the end of what it. What would you say, though, to people that say, well, it, you know, the, the exam is only a part of it. You should be going there to learn the subject, not just to pass the exam. What would you say to that? I agree. But... <laughs> Try Ain't nobody that. got time for that. Try telling that to a 16-year-old who just <laughs> yeah. wants to go and drink some tinnies in the park with his mates. <laughs> You're not allowed to drink a 16, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a bit of clandestine behaviour. You don't, like, that's great. I agree. At my wise age of 24, mm. I completely agree. And if I was to do school now, yes, I'd be like, oh, I should probably actually learn some of this. On a serious note, on a serious note, I think this is a good topic because yeah. I think a lot, a lot of people are highly disengaged yeah with the education mm. system be that and i think it starts from a very young age okay and i would say it's like upwards of 50 percent yeah of people that that just do it because they have to be there but they don't really care and would rather but how do you off. fix that because i think this is this is where i'm i'm i run out of gas i'm i have nothing else to say to add. because i don't know i'm not I'm not the minister of education. <laughs> I don't know how you fix that. I don't know yeah. what the solution is. I don't know how you engage pupils again. I don't know where it's gone wrong and how to like, I think it's just been like a buildup of stuff over so many years yeah. and so many generations yeah. that now it's almost like the whole system needs a, what's the, an overhaul. Potentially. Or you could look at it this way. This is, this is, 
what I think about it. I don't, I don't have the solution to fixing it either. <laughs> you're like, However, let's trust. I'm your man. <laughs> let's trust if you're watching this, which of course you are, because who isn't? <laughs> Please get in touch. Um, no. I think the way to look at it is not we need to overhaul the whole thing. Because that's never, like, you can't no. can't boil the ocean. No. And also, you can't stop educating everyone for a year and then start with a clean slate. Yeah. Clean slate. Right, this is the new and improved version. Yeah, on everyone the 1st of January. I, yeah. think, I think the, the main problem, and why so many people are disengaged with it, and it happens at different ages, um, is that at one point or another... Everyone realizes it's bullshit. <laughs> everyone, like everyone who is studying a subject, realizes, okay, like I've been studying this for a month. I could have got the information on my phone in 30, 30 milliseconds. Yeah. In the time that it's taken me to learn all this information, why do I need to retain this? Mm. Why am I doing this? What is the point? And I think once you realize that, you then, to a certain extent, Stop caring about it. How do we how do we fix that? I don't yeah. know. But I think one thing that we could do is to advocate for real world work more than we do. Yeah. I didn't have my first job until I was 19, which is poor form for me, really. Very poor form. I started when I was 14. You did. Just saying. But do you know what? And I think you starting work at 14, probably somewhere down the line, had an influence on your decision not to go to university. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. God, it's weird to think. Quick segue. I've got 10 years of hospitality experience. I don't think I'm old enough to have 10 years. You've got more than me. I know. What's going on? Yeah. That's so odd. 10 years is crazy. 10, 10 years, years is crazy. You sound wild. old. I know. How old are you? 24 and you've got 10 yeah. years. 10 years of hospitality experience. I don't have any other experience in yeah. anything. <laughs> hospitality, I've got it covered. But that is great. Yeah. That's, I think that's great. And I think, I think the earlier, the earliest opportunity to get into the real world and start earning some money and start understanding how things work and how companies work and how jobs work and what jobs even are, I think the better. And mm. I think the problem with school, education, university is it almost delays yeah. that, that process. Because yeah. a lot of people don't you. get their first job until after university. By that point, what? how old are you when you graduate? 23, 24? Yeah. So my age. Imagine if I'm just going out now to get my first job. Which is the position I was in three That's years insane. Ago. <laughs> yeah. By 24... You have no, and you're just world. figuring out how well, payroll works. A lot, just a lot of people out. like will have part time jobs yeah. at uni, but, but some people not won't. to the extent of like you have to now run your own life. Like yeah. you're responsible for your bills. Yeah, you're responsible. Like uni is almost like you get a little bit of a taste of yeah. the real world. I know. I don't. I always. It almost feels a little bit immoral that you take people from school where they're spoon fed to uni where they're semi spoon fed. And then you put them in the real world and you go, right, you're on your own now. And yeah. they have to sort themselves out with zero experience or knowledge of mm -hmm. how to do that. 
like yeah I know you live in halls and whatever and then in first year and then you find your own place but still it's like uni accommodation yeah it's still very different to being in the real world and I think so not sharing I think a lot of graduate I think I don't know this for sure but I from what I've seen in my experience I think a lot of graduates struggle with that transition because it's also like you were one of the smartest kids and you went to a good uni and now you're working at a job where everyone's got 20 years more experience yeah. than you and you're actually doing the, the shit And you're work. bottom of the pecking order yeah. now, even though you've always been top. You've always been at the best at school. You've yeah. always been at, at the best at uni, yeah. at the top of your game. And now you're going in and you feel like you're clueless about something. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy. But yeah, that's that's what I would say. That is the number one thing I would say is like get into work as soon as you possibly mm. can. Because then it also, I think I was in a position at 18 where I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I was just good at maths and physics, so therefore I'm going to do engineering. Yeah. If I'd actually worked before that and done a couple of things before that, I think I'd have a better idea of what I like yeah. and what I don't like. And it's almost, I would say actually, maybe as a piece of advice, which is not something that I did, but maybe try try a different job. Like, while it doesn't matter, while you're, bills and your mortgage and your family don't depend on it do different yeah. stuff like if you're like oh hospitality obviously if you go into hospitality and you're like this is the best industry ever i want to do this forever great stay in it but like if you're like oh this isn't really for me like try retail try marketing try like try different yeah. stuff i think there's a lot and eventually of you will to... find something that you love yeah you'll find something you're really good at you'll find something you can do you know, without maybe going down the traditional route or going down a slightly different educational path, you know? Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of opportunity to, to do stuff like that. Yeah. And I think if you find yourself at the right place, and I do think Fika is one of those places, <laughs> you know. Shameless <laughs> no, shame, Shameless plug. Not yeah. that this is all legal. Work other jobs stuff. unless you work at Fika, in which yeah. case you have to stay here forever. <laughs> <laughs> I do think if you land yourself at a company that's somewhat forward thinking and yeah. that is that understands that your development is also crucial to the success of the company. Yeah. I think there is an opportunity to progress. Yeah. A lot further and a lot quicker than you might have otherwise. And I can see I could genuinely see a scenario where someone comes in to Fika Stanford to wash pots at 14 years old. And 10 years down the line at 24 years old, if they, li- if they liked it, they become a business partner. Yeah. Not in Fika, but in another business in something that yeah. that we you know, have interest in. I can see that happening. Yeah. Like, I agree. And I'm sure you can. Yeah, absolutely. You can as well. So yeah. that, at 24 years old, as opposed to 24 just coming out of university, mm. starting at the bottom of the pecking order. You yeah. Know, and I do think it's important to say, because I think we've just sat here and completely annihilated university mm. and ever thinking about going into further education. And I don't think that is the case. And no. I think there's, like you said, I think there is certain subjects and um, what are they called? I can't think of the word. Electives. Say again. Electives. No, you know, like um, like medicine and law is like, degrees no they're like specializations no 
Don't worry okay, about well, it. Yeah. Like you have to do. If you want to be a doctor, yeah. you're not just going to go into a hospital and be like, "Oh, can I work on reception for a bit?" and then become a GP. <laughs> <laughs> like you have yeah. to go to uni and study medicine. Yeah. Same with like law and all of that. And I, th- I definitely think for those degrees and um, for people who have grown up always wanting to do that. Yeah. Uni is the way forward. Then you can get into the whole discussion of like which uni, whatever, mm-hmm. and which way you decide to do it. But I do think in that case, it's very, there is this way to do it or you can't do it. Yeah. But I think for most people that we're talking about. Most people, when they leave school age, they can decide. don't know that they no. for sure want to be a doctor. Do you know what? This is, out of this whole episode, this is going to be my biggest piece of advice. Everyone take a year out after school. Do not go straight into uni. Don't go straight into work. For what? At that age, what do you... What was the reason? For what? For what? No, but especially, of course, like, if you have personal circumstances, if you need money, yeah, like, go into work. But if you if you are not in a position where you need to be making money and have no time or you need to, you know, or if you're about to be a baby daddy or a baby mama, if you're not in a position like that... Yeah. If you have some time on your hands and if you're, you don't need to start worrying about money just yet and your parents are happy for you to live at home for a bit longer, whatever, everyone take a year out. Do a bit of traveling, I'd say, for everyone, whether that's just I've traveling. I've never met anyone that's gone traveling and thought, yeah, that was I shit. wish I hadn't done I wish that. wish I hadn't done that. Or even if it's just traveling within the UK, go, yeah. like just go out and see the world a little bit. It'll give you a lot of thinking time. Yeah. And you can always decide to go to uni after that year. I don't see any reason to rush into it at no. all. I think that's the main point. Like, yeah. don't rush into it. If you're think not about, sure. Like, think about your decisions and don't... There will be people that are like, oh, you need the best thing for you. Just like make your own decision on that. Yeah. Think about your options. Also, I'd say there's nothing wrong with going and trying it out for a semester yeah. and deciding you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Like, again... Take a year out, do that. I think that's the best way to do something because even if I'd done that, I would have no regrets because I'd think like, oh, I've tried it. Yeah. I didn't like it. It wasn't for me, but I've tried it. Then you get the best of social life. You do exactly. freshers. By the, by the end of the first semester, everyone's bored of going out anyway. I'd be knackered anyway. anyway so, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best time to yeah. leave. Yeah, I think that's my biggest advice and the biggest thing I would say yeah. to anyone leaving school now. Have a, have a think about it. And think about the financial implications as well. Yeah. I think in the UK, I will give this to the UK education system as opposed to the US, is that the the way that loans work is much better. Yeah. That you only, much more accessible. Much more accessible. You only start paying it back after a certain amount. Yeah. You only pay back a certain amount. That, that and it's not really something that looms over your head, I wouldn't say. No. Whereas what I've... I mean, I don't know the the rules in absolute detail in the US but from what I know is that it works like just like a regular loan yeah I think you also can't go bankrupt from it you can go bankrupt mm. from like any other loan but that is always something oh. that you need to pay that's bad I think that's the case yeah but we're in the UK but we're in the UK so I will give that to the UK education yeah. system I like the financial but still it is a good it is a consideration later. because you now do have that to consider I do. and I don't yeah. And that's something I, like it never even passes through my head. Yeah. It's not that it's not that it's going to cripple me financially. It's just it's more, more annoying. It's just annoying because <laughs> I'm like I'm not sure if this is oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> anyway. Back to very serious back, topic. Back to the podcast. Um, <laughs> it's not that it will, cri- it will cripple me financially. It's more just like I'm sitting here thinking I've got 70 grand to pay back. Yeah. It increases with inflation. Inflation's at like 13% of the minute. It's not looking good for you, It's is not it? looking good. I'm going to have to pay back like 200 grand. Uh, and I'm not sure I even got 200 quid's worth of value from it. So, um, so it's more just annoying. Yeah. But we move. It is what it is. I think bottom line is if you live and breathe a subject. And it's all you want to do in life. That, that requires going to university. Do it. Do it. If you're if you're on any level unsure about what you want to do, or if the subject that you want to go into, business and marketing, for example, yeah. doesn't require a university degree, if there's other avenues to 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 go down, just have a think about it. Have a think about have it. Have a think about it. Take Explore your options. Out. Talk there's, to there's people apprenticeships as well. You can get straight into yeah. places. Talk to people talk who have been to uni. Talk to people who haven't been to uni. Network. Come talk to me and Eva. We'll give you a very balanced yeah, viewpoint. Actually, <laughs> actually, come talk. There's how many... What did I say earlier about the statistics on this podcast? I think over 50% are under yeah. 27. Yeah. And I imagine a lot of them are... Well, maybe not a lot, but some of them are... A good number. School leavers slash yeah. uni girls. Even university graduates. If you find yourself in that position and don't know what to do, drop, drop us a DM. message. Yeah, yeah, drop us a message. Yeah. We'll tell you. Yeah. We know everything. <laughs> we are the oracles. <laughs> right. I think that's a good place to leave it. Have I you got any questions? Rowan? Have you got anything to add to that discussion? Because obviously, as, as a man that's gone to uni, <laughs> um, you might have some opinions. Um, I would say that I'm in a similar boat to you, to be honest. But maybe a little bit less so. Um, like I, I feel that I did get a lot from university. Mm. Did you go to university when it was three grand? Or I did. Grand? So mine is actually a third of the cost of yours, Aww. which isn't as bad. Yeah. So gutted. Um, however, I feel like the social aspect was a huge part of it. Okay. Um, I feel like I grew quite a lot as a person during that time. When it comes to the actual, the learning and education aspect, um, I don't think that I was at an age where I took it seriously enough, really, if I'm mm-hmm. honest. And I ended up coming out with a grade lesser than I would I would have liked first. I know mm-hmm. I could have got first, but I think um, I didn't apply myself like I would have maybe done now mm-hmm. if I'd have known. Um, but having said that, I still did learn a lot from it. Yeah. So it's a difficult one, to be honest. Yeah. And mm. I feel like personally with the degree that I did in media production, I probably could have learned a, a lot of things from doing media, uh, from applying myself through the industry, like mm. working with media production companies or mm. even just um, taking on an apprenticeship in media or something in, in some way. And I would have learned quite a lot in that in that way mm-hmm. um, yeah so it's a case of like but then you might have not had the social life and exactly. it's always a trade-off everything's a trade-off like every path you choose then you There'll lose everything on the other path exactly. so some of my best friends some of the, the best friends i've made have been from uni yeah, yeah. And, and that's so different to what you were just saying about like you don't feel like the social life was really that big i do have some good friends it, whereas you, you do I mean, a huge part of it for me was that i got very involved in all the social groups mm. and I ended up running a DJ society which ended up um, me teaching others how to DJ 
and that was quite a big thing mm-hmm. I would say in developing skills interpersonal skills yeah and, um that's just one aspect of the social yeah. side I think that I got more from that side than anything else yeah yeah and I also think I just to wrap it up I think that leads on quite well just to say well not even leads on but it more feeds into the whole not everyone's the same so yeah. to recommend uni for everyone is very flawed because yeah you've had such a different experience from uni to what you have and i know you know you were a few years apart but it's still like everything that you've just said was not that big a deal about uni was rowan's highlight of you yeah. uni so i just think that goes to show like having this um mentality of like uni's the only way forward pedaled is yeah that's where like it's all going wrong yeah and that it's not uni's not right for everyone I think, but it's also for some people it's perfect i think being aware of your options yes and, yeah. like not just jumping into something that yeah. your friends do or yeah because your parents tell you to do just being completely aware of your options and then and knowing that there are options yeah. that it's exactly. not just like and also knowing that making a decision isn't the end of everything. no you can you can change that decision i ended up starting a course and i did it for a year and then i decided that it wasn't for me so i switched courses and then started from the beginning and yeah i hold no um, i'm glad i did that yeah it was the right thing to do yeah. yeah and you hear of so many people who go to uni and they drop out after a year and you can say like and, and i know even i said it that it feels like a waste of a year but you still have that option. You can drop out of three years if you want, if it's a four-year course. Like, you always have, nothing is ever, especially I think at that age and at that stage in your life, nothing is set in stone when you can you can decide to, like, change course at any time mm-hmm. of either drop out or change whatever subject you're doing, whatever course you're doing. So, yeah, I think that's a good point. Really good point. I want to cut, I think that's that's just brought something to my mind. <laughs> when I actually did start to really enjoy university was in my final two years. Yeah. And I did exactly what you said, which was I joined societies and I joined so many different societies. And eventually Mm. I started to find things that I liked, which, and one of them was entrepreneurship, was an entrepreneurship society. Look at me now. (laughs) Big time entrepreneur. Businessman of the year. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I think that's a great point. I think if you're going to go to uni, Yes, maybe your course is important, especially if you're doing something like engineering or law or medicine. It is important. But I would say, I would recommend at least 50% of your time is spent on other things, Mm -hmm. joining societies, sport, if you're into sport. Yeah. At least 50%, which is way more than I think is even practical for a lot of people because coursework does take a lot of a lot of the time, yeah. but try and keep that to a minimum. Yeah. Join as many societies as you Eva, possibly you're going to have some parents come for you. Let this. them come for me. Come straight for me. <laughs> Sack off your uni work. Socialise only. Go yeah. to all the societies. Because you will meet people and you will yeah. learn a lot from those. And I would say probably for you, teaching other people to DJ, you know, is, is a, is just as important a skill as anything that you could have learned in, in your media yeah. in your media course probably even more important because there's an element of like leadership there that comes with it so i i would if you're going to go to uni join as many courses as you possibly yeah. can get your hands on yeah i like that nice any questions from um, the panel yeah let me think um 
I know you've touched on it already, but maybe if you give a different answer to something else. But um, if there was, is there any like subject that you guys are interested in that you've not, not never had any other involvement in before um, that you would like to learn about and educate yourself in? I guess because mm-hmm. people do say that we're constantly, you know, people who strive for success are constantly learning, mm. and you never stop educating mm. yourself in. Areas of life. Yeah. So, are there any areas or subjects that you would like to start from the beginning at? You know, you don't know anything about. Oh, I we all know mine, law. But apart from law, is there oh, anything else? No. Oh. Um. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Really? I would like to be fluent in a couple more languages. Which languages? Spanish. French, Italian, Portuguese. I feel like those four are, when you learn a couple of them, I reckon the others are quite easy to learn. And I already know I've dipped probably my toe into Chinese, the... I didn't example. say Chinese though, did no, I? No, I'm saying that they probably wouldn't <laughs> fall into yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, and I've already dipped my toe in with Spanish and French. Yeah. Tiny bit Portuguese. Um so yeah, and I think actually if I went and spent oh bless you, <laughs> bless you. Thank you. I think if I went and spent a month in Spain, I'd probably be fluent. Maybe not a month, but you know, um, yeah. So languages has always been like a big thing for me. Um, yeah, I think that's my answer. And law, I am going to do the law degree once. I'm saying it live on air. I've made a bet with you, haven't I? You have. Yeah, the law degree is one day going to happen. I said that I will pay for Tia's law degree if she completes it. With but her. also, I, where are you going? I don't have faith that you have this money. So It's in like six years' time. It's coming straight from FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> that's, Eva, that's what's a... this big payment for <laughs> <laughs> to the Open University? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to complete the degree and yeah. then I'll reimburse And I also you. have to get a first. And you have to get a first. I not only have you to You can't complete. just like pass. But I can take as long as I want to do it. Yeah, that's... which means we're going to be... 40 by the You're time still going to be doing this podcast like, oh, 90 <laughs> years ago I started my law degree. <laughs> now he knows background. <laughs> and I've not finished the law degree. Plot twist. <laughs> um, what about you? Subjects I would like to do. I think languages is a good one. Yeah. Things I would like to learn. Just it, so helpful yeah. in all spheres of life. Yeah. It's never you're never gonna regret knowing a language or yeah. learning a language, are you? Interesting. This is probably a topic for another discussion. But I think you almost develop like a slightly different personality in another language. <laughs> I'd say my personality in Bulgarian is different to my personality in English. I agree with that. And when I sometimes speak Spanish, I feel that I have a different <laughs> personality. Yeah, but I need to shut it up. <laughs> <laughs> Has some chest hair poking out. A red wine swirl. <laughs> I've got my legs crossed a bit more. <laughs> Wearing loafers. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, so you're just copying my answer. No, I have some different answers as well. Um, DJing is something I'd love to learn. Oh, it's yeah, something you that like you've been showing, showing me a little bit. Music. I've tried my hand at that, and I'm fucking shocking at well, it. Well, you've only tried your luck at when when we've been We're like half four margaritas deep. Yeah. yeah, I did understand it more than most recent time I did it. 
I think that's because Rowan was showing me, not you. When mm. you were showing me, I was like, this is so confusing. Well, I don't know anything about <laughs> it. So I don't know what I was showing you. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a good one. DJ, and I've always said this, and I think you've always found this answer a bit weird from me. Um, but I really like to do practical things. So I think I would love to do something like carpentry. I used to love DT at school. I used to love building things. Um, I wouldn't say I'm the best handyman. I would definitely say I'm quite far from it. But, if but you I get had the job someone, done. I do get the job done. And if I had someone to learn from. Yeah. They could say, this is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. Yeah. Follow my instruction. I think I would enjoy that. Mm. I couldn't disagree with that more. <laughs> about me I, or about you? No, about me. Yeah. I hate, <laughs> hate <laughs> DIY <laughs> with a passion. <laughs> this is, I think we should end on a funny story and then we can wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> Tom I and I bought... No, you don't. Oh, no, this oh I thought you were going to tell a story about the pipes with Fika. Oh, don't remind <laughs> yeah. me. Tom and I bought one of those IKEA Calax units this weekend on Facebook Marketplace. A Calax also is not a difficult unit to DIY. Incorrect. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> Whatever. I think the only two times that Tom and I have been very close to breaking up. <laughs> Sorry, three. Is one when we put my bed together in our old house, <laughs> two, when we put my bed together in the new house, <laughs> and three, this weekend when we built this galaxy. <laughs> it was, I, it took us about 10 minutes and 30 seconds in, I was like, I'm so angry. <laughs> I hate everything about DIY. <laughs> and I'm just gonna end it on that story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't do diy with you no don't i will get so angry for no reason whatsoever like the yeah. screw will be going in in the right place and i'll be like it's not working it's not working <laughs> we need to stop we need to pay someone to come and do this <laughs> right any any other questions or are we finishing off peace out finish off peace yeah. out peace out peace out thank you thank you for that thank yeah you for listening. thanks for listening and, and uh we'll be back See you then. Bye. That's out.